Welcome to episode 17. Today's guests have travelled down from Islington, North London. They've got a beautiful kitchen and bathroom showroom and they're going to tell us how they met. We're going to learn about their passions for food, their passions for beer and how they are making a massive difference to luxury living in the London market. This is a great episode for everyone in design, lifestyle and KBB. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners of the podcast, welcome. And can you believe this? Welcome to episode 17. The clock is ticking, Charlie. We're near the exit plan of season seven. We have got a fantastic podcast for you today. We are joined not by two... Boys and girls, this is exciting. We are joined by three special guests, and one of them is under the studio table. (laughs) So that may give you some clues. In today's episode, we're going to be inspiring our stars of the future, and we're back into the world of KBB. But this time, we're at the high end of KBB. We're in luxury living. I am joined in the studio by Piotr Wachowski and Inga Coppola of the beautiful Amberth Kitchen and Bathrooms. Their studio's in Islington. They're on the North London Hertfordshire borders. And what's embarrassing for me, Charlie? They got here before me and I'm 10 minutes away. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Welcome to the show. How are you doing? It's been great to catch up with you beforehand. Thank you for having us. You're good. All right. So we have to tell people, Charlie, we've got a bit of a special guest under the table, haven't we? we? We have got a special guest under the table. We have got we have got the beautiful Milo. He's uh, how, how old is he? Five? Five and a half. Four, he's a five and a half month old border collie. He's black <laughs> and white. He's better behaved than my dog Snoop. That's what I would say because I don't think Charlie Hula would let Snoop Dog into the studio, would you, mate? Um, first, first dog to make. Not the first dog on the podcast because Snoop and Heidi have featured in the podcast, but they're only been, they've only been in episodes we've recorded in our own offices. Oh, Milo nice. is proudly. The first dog in the studio and the Foy and Jones show. And also, Inga, how popular was he downstairs in the coffee shop? Oh, my God. He you was know? very popular. I've never, I've never <laughs> had so many people smile at me and be nice to me, Charlie. You get a lot of love if you have a dog in the Plus X space, yeah. but... Milo's been a real special occasion Milo's today. Been, they used to have a dog hall of fame up down by the lifts and they had all the dogs up there. And um, when, when Jody spoke to me yesterday and said, uh, Ingham Pure, uh, they want to bring the dog down, I'm like, what a great idea, bring the dog down. <laughs> yeah. and, and the fact you're going to take him along the seaside to, for a walk afterwards, what a fantastic day. But thanks for coming down. Um, so during the episode, we're going to really get to know you guys and the Amberth story. That, that's what I want to bring to life because it's captivated it's captivated me it's captivated my business and it's just going to be really great to bring that to life um if milo wants to get involved he can get involved (laughs) give him a treat get him up on the microphone we don't mind um we're going to really then talk about the london market and what it looks like for you guys at the moment from a from a project and installation perspective from a design perspective and where where we are as an economy at the moment that's impacting every single person from a personal basis from a business basis so we'll talk about that as well after the break we're going to talk about where it all began and, and advice that you guys would give to yourself starting your career, advice you give to yourself for the medium and long-term futures. And we'll wrap the show up by sending some positive messages about what you and the Amber are looking to achieve 
in the medium and long term future. Sound good? That, that sounds perfect. Sounds right. good. Okay, so I don't know if you want to do this in or if you want to do this, but you know, let that look into the camera, talk to the microphone. Imagine the listeners don't know you like we do. Just take a few moments just to tell us who you are and a bit of a history of the Amber business. Oh, it started with Piot, so I will give okay, in. Okay, so I wish you <laughs> So, uh, how did we start it? Um, so, I've been working in construction um, industry since I came to UK, which was about 23 years ago, uh, as a plumber. Then we've opened... Um, small business with my brother, uh, mainly installation kitchens and bathrooms for architects and interior designers. And then at, what point, at, at one point we, we thought maybe we will take the business to uh, another level and um, we will supply kitchens for our clients and architects. <laughs> so we find... Um, company in Poland, uh, kitchen uh, manufacturer company, and start promoting our business uh, to our clients and architects. But then at some point, my brother decided that he want to go back to Poland. Yes, uh, moving back home. <laughs> yeah. So I've asked Inga if she would like to join the business. Yes, and that, that was very exciting because I was in another role. Was I you was here doing. In the UK? Yes, you we actually met here in UK. Did you meet in the UK? Yes. I was going to ask whether you. I was going to ask whether it was a, a love in Poland that came to the UK, or whether it was a you know a, a love that, that met at Poland. So you've already answered that question. But <laughs> can, can, I, can I ask a question? Um, when you arrived in the UK, did, did was you was you fluent in English? Did you did you speak English? Because you speak it very well now. I no, was, I was hardly speaking any word. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the. I've, it, I'm. I think as a, as you know, as Charlie being, being based in in Britain, we're very bad at languages. Um, you know, I I can. My, my, my oldest son will say I can't because he's fluent, but I can speak Spanish. Um, I have my own take on it, but I can say it's Spanish. But I think it's um, it's, it's something which which amazes me um, that that people have got the courage to 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 arrive in a country, learn a language to a professional level. Um, and I, I applaud it. I think it's absolutely fantastic. So, so, so you met here. This is good. This is exciting. Well, actually, we met on the building site. No. <laughs> <Yay>. Okay. <laughs> right. Even better. Yeah. So, so, what were you doing on the building site? Did you, you bricklaying or? I was painting the crater. <laughs> fantastic. While I was doing my MA. Really? Yes. So, um, I arrived in 1999 and just for three months. Doing my, you know, students' break and yeah. kind of started working in a coffee shop in Trafalgar Square, which I didn't really enjoy much. I can, I can, I can imagine that, was a, that then, was a quiet gig, wasn't it? A coffee shop in Trafalgar Square. <laughs> but then, uh, before I left, uh, my father joined me and um, uh, we met other people who arrived to the UK at the same time and found a job on the building site. Um, and that's how I met um, Chris Brown, who became a very good friend of ours, and we at some point set up a business together. But um, my father joined me, and then I went back home to continue my MA degree. 
and uh, continuously was on the phone because he didn't speak any English. He spoke a little bit of German, so the communication was difficult because between him and his boss. And so I was communicating and translating from Poland. And then at some point my father said, oh, you know, do you want to come back? And I must say, I got really hooked on London. Yeah, I yeah, loved London it. Thing, it got, yeah. Yeah. So I, I was like, yes, well, I can't really come back because I have to finish my degree. And he said, well, shall we think about it? As soon as he said that, yeah. I went and started <laughs> looking for universities. And um, yes, I moved to London in February 2000 and started my MA in, in September. So yes, and um, so I did my MA in the UK. Uh, Where did you do it? In North London University, yeah, North London, okay, University which now it's a metropolitan. Yeah, yeah, and, and and there's that connection with Central London. There's that connection with North London that, that stayed with you yes. into now. Yes. For the benefits of people that can't, can't see us on the <laughs> can't see this behind the camera, Milo's got a new best friend. <laughs> my, 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 Milo the Collie is now is now in with Charlie. Milo's um, going to join my band, guys. <laughs> He's got a little bit of voice, I must say. <laughs> he loves his treats. Yes. Oh, so does Charlie. <laughs> yeah, Charlie loves his treats as well, Inga. And we're, and we're not and we're not editing that part out, Charlie. We're not editing that part out. So, so Inga, I've got I've got I don't want to dwell on this too long because it's much more about the here and now. But I've got to talk about you as a painting and decorator because well, you've yes. never shared that with me before. <laughs> You've never shared that with me. So why did was you have your own van? No, no, no okay. it was only it was only um, casual work. So okay. while I was um, doing my MA, I was doing lots of different jobs, including bartending, cleaning, which is pretty. And then as my father joined uh, the team of the builders. Um, uh, I was also helping with painting and decorating on site, and that's where I met Piotr, there who was the plumber. There so, you go. And working and, for the plumbing and, and business. That, and that was the beginning of the relationship, <laughs> I, I imagine. So we are, we've been married almost as long as we've been running a business together, yes. <laughs> 20, 21, 20, 21, 21 years. years. Yeah, my, my, my wife reminded me that we've been together 28 years and married 22. So, you know, it's there. And, and, yeah. and your children are 20 and 18, aren't yes. they? So, you know, my, my boys are 24 and Henry's turning 21 next week. So, 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 so what, again, and this is something that I think so many listeners will... will Because have I have lots of listeners that are entrepreneurs that have their own businesses, and yet we've got lots of people in the corporate world as well. But I think... Um, having a family, having a young family, yeah. having a business, um, they are they are challenging times. I I launched Foyne Jones, as everyone knows the story. It, the, the concept was born in 2003, but we didn't start trading until January 2004. Um, and I had two very young children then. I had Henry, who was not two; he was he, would be, he was one and a three quarters, and Harry, who was three. Um, and it's yeah, I, I just I just really I know how big big a deal it was for us. So you you've you you your parents, you've got a family, and you've got a fantastic business. So let's dwell on to the the Amber story and see where where that began. So you've come together. Take us to the next stage. This is, <laughs> I, I love stories like this. So as Pip mentioned. Um, he was running the business with Tommy, his brother, and Tommy at some point decided to take his young family back back home. And that's when 
he asked me to join him. And I must say it was very exciting. I was really enthusiastic mm. about it and kind of wanted to uh, to do it. My father used to own a joinery workshop before okay. he arrived to the UK. Uh, and that's what I was... So I was always very much hands-on with, with kind of crafting and, mm. and working with wood. And my mom had some shops uh, with the artistic ceramics and glass. Okay. So it's been always around yeah. interiors and homes and 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 I like uh, beautiful interiors and and I enjoy it and I know how important they are for people's well-being. So mm. uh, so it was it was a privilege for me to to join. Fantastic. I don't know if he realised where he well, he gets yeah. himself. You didn't know what he did. You know, you know, it's. Uh, I mean, that's. But 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 I I think it's you know. It's it's amazing that you can you can work together you can you can because you are doing something really special when you when you're talking about the kitchen the bedroom the bathroom you know they're they're probably the three most important rooms in anyone's home and when you look at what they can what they can what they can become you know you can actually. And, and regardless of budget, and, and I know you, you're in a very high-end market, but regardless of budget, you're able to turn someone's dream into reality. Yes. And, and that's life-changing for them, isn't it? Mm. That's life-changing. So there must be a real, real sense of satisfaction from that. I think, I think you're, you're very much right. You know, people don't realise how home how much home kind of creates and impacts their the well-being and the life and everything else and how it's all going uh, because of that. If you kind of go into your kitchen and you really start your day with having a mm. really nice cup of coffee and you you can enjoy making it and, yeah. and, and, and relax from the early morning and go and have your morning shower and get yourself ready and for, for the day in a nice environment, I think it sets you off and it's mm. kind of... Um, and it makes people proud of themselves. And when they go out into the world, they they kind of project it and they, they show that to, to, them, to everyone else. And I mm. think that's quite important. Mm. I think many people realised that over the COVID. Yeah. Oh, oh I, mean, I, mean, I mean, the pandemic changed everything, yeah. didn't it? And, and you know, and lots, of, lots of guests on this show who are, you know, businesses of all different shapes and sizes re- rode the wave of the pandemic. So once, and it was horrific loss of life, but when you look at the, the realisation that a better garden gives been a space which I can actually, you know, relax and exercise in. Um, if I have a, an, you know, I can turn it into a workspace or, you know, and, and lots of things changed during pandemic, didn't it? You know, the, everyone recognised work-life balance much more than ever before. Um, you know, yes. do, do I need to commute on three trains, two buses and a cycle when I can actually work quite effectively from home? Yeah. Um, it was brilliant for us because we, we, we as you, you guys know, we use video technology. So actually one of the big challenges we had in 2000 and 17, 18 and 19, we really got it going in 2017, but what, back then it was, have you ever used Skype? Have you ever used FaceTime? Do you know what a video call is? And um, the world woke up to that during the pandemic. I think from a, from a KBB and, and design perspective, you've got such a, such a message and so, so much creativity. But what I notice and what I know about your business is that it is 
you know, very high end. It's truly bespoke, and that positions you different to many, many others. And the showrooms Essex Road is Linton, isn't it? So yes, it is. That's not a bad postcode to be in in, ter- <laughs> in terms of where you are. Um, how long have you been there? 14 years. 14 years, yes. yeah. So where, where was the first showroom? No, that's our first. Uh, that is the first showroom, yes. That is the yes, first okay. and the last. Well, at the moment, it is first. Um, we... That was another next step for us. So, so, as so, soon as so, you, so you went from doing the projects to having the yeah. actual showroom. Okay. We, we kind of, as soon as I joined, so I joined in 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, and after a year almost, you know, we've realised that if we wanted to move it um, forward and we want to progress and grow the business, um, a showroom would be a, a really good step for us. Mm. It would be somewhere where we could present the, um, the product, where we could meet the clients comfortably, make them feel welcome mm. and, and have a conversation with them. And, and that's us, we felt like at home in Islington because mm. that was our first base and that's where we were uh, living at the time. It was, it was, it was a natural yeah. kind of choice for us. Uh, and we've been there since. I must say, we are a little bit long distance people, so we we kind of quite loyal to the locations and people who we work with. So it's 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 been it's been a good run. We've, yeah. And we actually uh, got a new lease extended in 2021 in January, just before the pandemics kicked in and the lockdown. Yeah. So it was like, okay. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean, I mean, that's you know, and, and there, and we've seen, you know, lot some businesses during the pandemic didn't just survive; they thrived and they grew. And sadly, you know, other businesses have been affected. And I think what what your offer is, you know, where because I mean, we spoke about it earlier, and I think this is something we can talk about. Um, I know you pride yourself on attention to detail. You know, the, the small things really matter for you guys. And that's, that comes through in almost every conversation and every, every interaction I've seen you have. But the other element, and I'd love you to sort of just bring it to life for the listeners, is that it is a complete full service, isn't it? It's, it's, it's all the way through from design all aspects of insulation, almost to me turning on my coffee machine and having my and getting my coffee that morning. You're you're with the client all the way, yes. aren't you? Yes. So, Piot, that was always your dream. So to that do was it. the the idea that um, we provide the service from the design yeah. through supply and installation. Yeah. Um, so the whole product will be supplied by us and installed. And yes, I think what we wanted to make sure that we offer a stress-free mm. and uh, service where a client actually can relax at the point where many more other companies ask them to get much more involved. Yeah. So, uh, because what we didn't mention that when Tommy went back home after couple months to be honest he realized he really enjoyed working with the furniture so he set up his own joinery workshop so at that time we became a fully family owned with uh, full independence in terms of it's like you've got you've got the best of both worlds in a way haven't you you've got and you know where 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 you guys have fallen in love and you've also fallen in love with the Islington postcode and the London lifestyle again you know it's not for everyone you know I I grew up in West London I grew up in Fulham South West 6 and, you know, 
I, I love going back there because it's like going home. But I tell you what, there, there's sometimes I'm there and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get it back. I can't wait to get back to pace, Sussex. Yes. I, I want to see the sea, and you know, I'm I'm blessed in a way where where I can see the sea from my from my back window, or well, from the, the the way the doors open and the garden. Where I'm, I'm two three minutes from the sea, um, but there is still something about. South West London and West London for me because it's it's always going to be home. It's where I grew up. It's where my football team are. Um, but I think that if we go on to the the, the the impact you're having, you're working with on some amazing projects, Piotr, at the moment, aren't you? With some amazing amazing clients as well because I I've, I've seen you know I've seen the projects you're putting together. They're breathtaking. They're breathtaking. <laughs> is it is it is it tough? You know, winning that work because you you've got a you know my experience of people that have got high net worth or they've got the type of budgets they would need to have to turn these projects around, they can be quite demanding as well. Um, how, how, how does how's that side of the business? Most of our clients at the moment are um, people who own a property in London, but that would be the second property. So they would be living abroad or yeah. uh, somewhere outside London. So they're looking for a companies who do that sort of bespoke service, yeah. uh, design, supply, Project management, installation. Yeah. So when they arrive at their second or third property, everything's perfect. Yeah. And it's got the wow And factor. it's stress-free as well. Yeah. So, um, I, mean, I mean, if I could sum that up, and I'm not your marketing company, but if I could sum that up, it's almost like, you know, you're taking all of the pain away. Yes, we're doing. You know, you're taking yeah. all of the pain. You're taking all of the pain away. So, yeah. um, as you can see, the dog sitter sent me a message there. So um, <laughs> the, the ladies are getting the dog sitter's Charlie Hula. He's a, a promotion he, guy. He's, 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 he's a singer, a songwriter, a producer, a videographer, and, and a, dog a dog sitter. sitter. And now a dog sitter. So, 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 Pure, thank you so much for sharing the journey of where it began. I can't believe you were a painter and decorator. That, that's absolutely <laughs> brilliant. What, what, what we're going to talk about after the break is we are going to give some advice to the industry stars of the future because you've built something really special. So there's things you've learned on that way. And we're going to talk about, you know, potential collaborations for other studios and businesses with companies like you, i.e. you, because you, they, you can perhaps bolt something onto their offer, which they're not doing at the moment. But before we do that, we're not going to talk about football, Charlie. We're going to talk about two of their biggest passions. We're going to talk about things that are quite close to my heart as well, food and beer. So we will see you after the break. Thanks for listening. Milo, my turn. Life-changing recruitment for the KBB, builders, merchant and construction industries. Creative social content, specialist knowledge, world-leading video technology, helping you find career happiness and helping your business attract its stars of the future. We are Foyne Jones. This is what we do. In, in, in this part of the show, we're not talking about football. We are going to talk about your love of food and your love of beer. So these are two things very close to my heart. Who wants to go first? Should we start with food or should we start with beer? Well, both is Piot. Okay, so both Piot, it's on well, you, sir. I'm only the, the yeah, so you know, tasting like part and yeah. cleaning. <laughs> and uh, also I do a bit of um, home brewing. 
I know we got me and Charlie. Me and Charlie got very excited about the homebrewing before the, before yeah. it went so before. That's, the, and that was the COVID. That's you know, COVID. as many people, ah. it's the COVID passion. Yeah. Uh, yes. So I always thought about it, but I um, never had time to set up um, my little home brewery, which I did during the COVID. So I'm slowly kind of rebuilding, constantly changing things. Um, so I end up having like a small professional home brewery. Really? <laughs> where I've got a proper con- is, control would you, system. Would you say it's a microbrewery yet? Are you, it's... Uh, I would say, I, would it, say so, yeah. I can only do 20 liters batch uh, mm. at the moment, so yeah. it's still home home yeah. brewery. Okay. But uh, yeah, the, the process is very similar to, I mean, to microbrewery. I mean, I mean, a microbrewery, you know, another a, a new good microbrewery setting up in trendy Islington, or you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be unheard of, would it? You know, for, yeah, for yeah, something, no, something no. like As that. a part of the kitchen and bathroom studio, you yeah, know, you yeah. never know. I, I don't know if it's the best way of work, but but I'm going to ask a question about your passion for food and your passion for cooking. Um, if you look at where you are now with those interests, when you're working on your designs and when you're working on your projects. Does that play a part because you're thinking of how I would cook, what I would prepare? Because yeah. so that, that must have a real real impact on it. Yeah, yeah so um, when we design, we yeah we always look into design has a, a practicality. Yeah. So I always uh, imagine how I would feel in that space. We're just passing Milo around the studio at the moment, <laughs> listeners. He's just—he's uh, obviously got—he's he's, got—he's got bored of me. Sniffing around, yeah. he's, he's, he got bored of me. It was because I made them three mistakes, Charlie. He's like, I will not associate with anyone this amateur. He's gone straight to the professional. No, he's back. No, he's back, back to you. He's back. That's all right. There we go. And we're passing the treats. Yeah, we're we'll past the treats. We're we'll past the treats. Yeah, Charlie. Yes, I think I think uh, because we come. More so, Piot comes from the construction industry, and I also bring the design as well as installation and the business management. And I think it's been always functionality; it's yeah. been always a key. So it's it's the design that we are very passionate about. But to be honest, what I say to to to, to the clients and to everyone who asks us about a business is that the. For us, the best feeling is if I hear the clients, I love going into my kitchen every morning, but I love it even more when I start making myself coffee or cooking for my family. And, you know, we had a story of client coming when they actually it was the first tailor-made, fully bespoke kitchen that they went for yeah. in the new house. And and then she called me almost in tears and said, you can't believe what happened. My 11 and 10-year-old daughter and son just brought me the breakfast because they can't get out of the kitchen. They love the kitchen so much. And it's so easy for them. They know everything where everything is. It's designed around the family and the lifestyle. And I think that, that's and the that, most That's an example of what we spoke about before the break, when I say the work you're doing is actually transforming someone's life. Yes, it does. You know, yeah. and, and, it, and, it, and, and, I, and I think that's, that's so powerful to be able to do that. Yeah. And you know, do, do you have a speciality dish that, that, you, uh, that you enjoy so, cooking? Mm, I quite like sous vide cooking. I don't know if you ever heard about sous vide. I don't. No, uh, I don't. So it's, so it's uh, like a slow cook. Slow oh. cooking oh. In, so it's the one. in water bath. So basically, yeah. um, so my 
I think my uh, the best thing is a leg of lamb yeah. sous vide, mm. which is cooked 24 hours uh, mm. within the sous vide and then finished in the oven. What, what wine would you pair it with? Wine. Oh, would that's you pair, Would you pair it with wine? Would you? A bottle of I beer. Mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm being special, yeah. specialist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a micro brewer. I'm a beer specialist. So I would have like a brown IPA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, in your, he's in your gang, Charlie. Yeah. Um, well, we th- like wine, but yeah. I must say we we we're not that good with wine. However, mm. I've just signed up for the wine mastery class. Have you? Yes. Have so you? it's maybe yeah. my kind of another I, thing I mean, to bring I mean, to the amazing, table. It's amazing what happens. You know, one, one of our last guests, Daniel Humphrey, such such a great guy, and he's you know he he wanted to get his dad. Uh, Father's Day or Christmas present, and it, and it was a bottle of whiskey, and he's ended up starting Summerton Whiskey Club. Yes. And you know, I I started as, as it actually got. I think my, I think my wife got it for me as a present, and you know, I just thought this is great. And and next thing, you know, he's been on the show, and 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 I think that if you follow your passions and you follow your dreams. You know, it can be in high-end bathroom design, high-end kitchen design. It can be actually, you know, I like watching my football team. Um, but actually, you know, hearing someone that, that's, I mean, it's the lamb sounds good. You know, the <laughs> lamb sounds, the lamb <laughs> sounds, the lamb sounds good. Do you know what I like, Charlie? As well, I like the confidence. That it is good. It is good. Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit nervous. You're going to a highly recommended beachside restaurant in Hove after the show, <laughs> and I think the chefs have got to like they've got to pull their A game out. They've got, got to pull their A game out. But but it's it's amazing, though, isn't it? When you when you talk about passions outside of work and and being business owners, being a family. Um, what you do, and I say this to to Paul Crow a lot with his with, with the Ripples brand, is that you know this this isn't a business for you guys. It's like a lifestyle, it isn't is, it? It's, yeah. it's everything you're about, and and I think that 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 in a way, Inga, it leads us on to the next part because you guys are naturally passionate. You know, you're naturally engaging. You care. Um, when we're talking about people beginning their career. And whether they're going to come and work for me, whether they're going to come and work for Charlie, whether they come and work for you, you're looking for key traits and key behaviours and, and key areas that, that stand them out. If you go back to your younger self and you think of the steps you went in on your journey, you know, you've told us that you arrived in the UK, you worked in a coffee shop in Trafalgar Square, you know, <laughs> and, and you got through that and you were on site, you know, with your paintbrush and you, you know, I mean, I'm still <laughs> keep going back to that. It still got me. I just, you know, and now you're, 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 you're working on, you know, multi-million pound properties and you're, you're doing higher bespoke. Um, there has to be personality traits and behaviours and passions that, that stand out. So for someone that's looking to succeed in your industries right now, respectively, whether that's site and installation, whether it's design and showroom, um, what qualities do you think would separate the star performers from the ones that you know just, just don't quite make the magic happen? Well, to me, I think it's always attitude to the, towards learning. Mm. Uh, you, you can have skills well they always say the talent is only 20% and 80% is hard work and and persistence and passion for it but at the same time I think if you always tune to learn and develop and and you kind of following in the intelligent way people will and and 
hear and listen, uh, I think I think definitely people will will success in mm. any any field. It doesn't yeah. matter over the industry. Is it is it kitchen and bathrooms? Because um, I mainly manage the the business overall, and the, and the design studio Piot manages the sites and and projects and takes them through the installation process. But whenever we've got a conversation and we get someone new to to the team, it's like, well, they really really interested. They want to know. They ask questions. And and we always say there is no silly questions. Always ask yeah. because we don't know what people don't know, and they don't know what they don't know. <laughs> so I think it's rather to ask than try to yeah. come up with the answer and try to open the open door. Yeah, and and if we look at you know, and either of you can answer this, but I think it's it's a great way just to just to give some inspiration to the next generation. Um, is there, you know, I'm, I'm going to try and try and try and push you for three pieces of advice you would give for someone who's beginning their beginning their journey. So, um, what what advice would you share for for, for people for the, for our stars of the future? That's the theme of the show. So, what 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 three pieces of advice would you give for for our stars of the future? So it's three pieces or three words. Three words, up to you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we, you could twist it. Any, you could twist it any way you want. So yeah. we've got nine words. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I would say move to London. <laughs> that's where the opportunities are. It's be brave, you had. Yeah. Be I brave, th- that's good. I think it was be brave. Uh, attitude towards learning yeah. for me. And uh, I think it was just grab the opportunities. Yeah, I, I thought I, he was, I was, was, was going to say brown IPA. Find a good partner. I, I mean, I mean if you, if you, if you, find, find a good partner, have fun, drink, drink, drink good drink beer, beer and eat yeah. good lamb. But, but actually, I think something what you said there actually would resonate with anyone listening and they can be within luxury living, they can be anywhere. If you work hard and if you have the right attitude and if you're courageous, brave and you yeah. dream big, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you can have a future not just in your industry, in my industry and what Charlie does. You know, Charlie's in music, videography, production. Um, and I think big dreams are the size of the big for me may not be big for someone else, but it's big for yeah. me. And, 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 and for it others, just, for and others who look at what you guys have achieved, and they'll go, "Wow, they're huge!" And you know, that's amazing. And, but but everything starts somewhere. Yeah. And, and and something I said, I was I was talking to on my the, the visits I'm doing with some with some some interview training. I was saying that one of the things that that, that we have to encourage people is not to be afraid to make mistakes. No, exactly. Um, exactly yeah. I, I had a mentor very early on in my career and in the corporate world before I set the business up and he said one thing that that, that I love about you is that you know you're not afraid to say sorry. No. You know you will try stuff and you do get a few things wrong, Peter. I'm like, do I? I'm like, yeah. but, <laughs> but but you know, but, but yeah, be, be, trying something, getting it wrong, getting uncomfortable, that really really makes a difference. Yes. So thank you so much, right? Like, I mean, you won't believe this because I know you, you guys. It's the first sort of podcast studio experience. We're actually getting near the end of the show. We've been chatting for almost an hour. Can you believe that? Um, 
Milo's having a great time with Charlie <laughs> Charlie again he's, Milo jogged me on after, after I got I fluffed my lines three times he's like I'm not sitting under your desk anymore Peter but but I know that there's there's something that, that we really should talk about and I think it's a positive message to end the podcast on we spoke about the, the, the real bespoke product that you are offering the bespoke solution the real high end and I think and I'd love you to bring this to life, but we spoke about the potential of future collaboration. So yes. let's let's end the show with that, because that could be quite inspirational for our listeners to think that they could add something special to what they're doing at the moment. So Inga, no pressure, but I'm gonna <laughs> let you I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you finish things off if that's okay. Well what we wanted to do as a as next step and what we are looking, we Build something from from scratch. We kind of developed the business and we've learned as we went along. And there is many people who actually are looking to set up their own business, but it's it could be scary. It could be quite difficult and thinking. There is um, a vast amount of product and and choice. Uh, and we would like to offer our knowledge and expertise and share it with people and help them to set up their own businesses if they want us to, to help them with. But also there are some, uh, there is many showrooms, independent showrooms that um already working with suppliers and what they find, they often limit them to a certain extent when it comes to the bespoke design. Uh, so many of them is made to order, made to measure, but they not truly bespoke that everything can be itemized and can be um, developed in a very unique way. And that's that's where we would like to help and start collaboration with, with studios which actually want to add a, a special product to the offering, mm. to the clients who are actually looking for something quite unique and individual and, and uh, help their clients to make their space just unique mm. and their own. And I think if I was, if I was, if I was, you know, owning a studio or thinking of owning a studio, to be able to have you two from an installation and project management perspective and design and business management perspective as, as mentors or someone to, to go into partnership with, that's like giving me a head start. It, yeah. it's, it's like it's like a it's like a business hack and a life yeah. hack and a design hack and a yeah. project management hack. So so I think that's a message that that personally I would encourage you to start sharing. And and if anyone listening to the episode, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, whether they whether it's just just one of the clips on, on LinkedIn and they want to find out more, we'll certainly steer, 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 steer all that into your direction. But that, sadly, <laughs> is, is the end of today's podcast. But I've got to say, we, we, we do things with a bit of panache and a bit of swagger here. We've invited a five-month-old colleague called Milo into the studio who's not been anywhere near, near disruptive as some of our previous guests, I have to say. <laughs> not mentioning no names, Nick Boyle. Um, you know... That Milo's been brilliantly behaved. It's been fascinating to hear how you met, what you've what you've built and what you've achieved, and also what you offer the luxury living market and KBB from Islington outwards. Because Islington's always going to be the heart, isn't it? I can, yes. you can, you can just see that, you know. <laughs> North Old Street, London Old Street, forever. Old Street, Old Street, <laughs> Essex Road, you know, Highbury Fields. That's that's where you guys hang out. So, yes. uh, and there's some wonderful places there. Inga, Pjork, thank you so much for coming down today. Um, sadly, I can't, I, for personal reasons, I can't be with you after the show, but I'm going to 
make sure you go to the best pace possible in Hove and you take this little fella for a beautiful walk up and down the seaside in Brighton. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. Thank you to every one of our listeners. Without you, we don't have a show. And big shout out to Marcel from MHK Holding UK because it's your support that makes this podcast possible. We will see you next week for episode 18. Toodle pip. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as I said, that's the end of the show. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out next week's episode as we will keep inspiring our stars of the future. <laughs>